Hello everyone, this is Editing Taylor here, and I just wanted to put a disclaimer in the beginning of this podcast because while I was editing, I noticed that the mic was making weird clicking noises and static noises. Kara and I are working to fix this problem and get a new mic, so this episode and the episode after may have some statics and clicks. I tried to edit out as much as I could, but I can only do so much. Maybe it's the ghost in my house making this (laughs) an issue. Who knows? So please stick it out and continue listening. And I'm really sorry for any static or any other weird noises you hear. Thanks. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hello, true crime addicts. I'm Taylor. And I'm Kara. And this is A Latte Murder, a podcast where we have no idea what we're doing. But we continue to do it anyway. Grab a cup of caffeine. And join us for A Latte Fun. Here we go. Hello! (laughs) Sorry, I just yawned. (laughs) Kara yawns as soon as I start. Yep. Hello. Hi. (laughs) It's been a couple weeks. Well, not a couple. It's been been a couple weeks since we recorded it's been a couple weeks yeah but since we posted it's only been about one week welcome back if Hi. you're still with us <laughs> or a new listener we uh had to take a week off because i think we were both internally dying inside mentally unstable yes i was really mentally unstable last week yeah for real Kara's got tea today. I got tea today. Well, I already had a sugary beverage from Duncan this afternoon, mm-hmm. so I thought, you know, I should have something semi-good for me. Semi-good. So I got the Jade Citrus Mint green mm-hmm. tea from Starbucks, and plus that it's cheaper. Good. Plus it's cheaper. Should have got that for me. But you like black tea. <laughs> I do like black tea, but I'll try any teas. I like, like, a lavender or chamomile at night. Oh. Um... But you know what's also... I just Starbucks? They must have matcha, right? Yeah. Yeah, matcha is good, too. Yeah. But that has a lot of caffeine. So it's very, oh, like, stimulating. But you would be up all night, probably. It's, like, way more than tea. Caffeine doesn't bother me. No, I... You say that, but have you had a matcha? No. There's a lot in it. Okay. Well, <laughs> one day I will get a matcha. Yeah. And then go to bed an hour later and just show you. Okay. Don't you, don't you, don't underestimate my caffeine tolerance. Yeah. It's oh. high. Look, you know what happened this week? Well, let's do, let's do highs and lows of the week. Okay. <laughs> What's your uh, high? Low. Oh, no, low okay. for me. We'll start okay. low. Is that my glasses have like a shatter in them? No. Yeah. Didn't so, you just get these? Yeah. I think it probably was there. Wait, where? See right in this corner where it like connects. There's a little shatter, but then it started to splinter. Oh. So it looks like a, like, it's just How like, did you notice that? I just kept seeing something in the corner of my eye, and I, like, kept wiping them, like, thinking it was something smeared, oh. and... Are you gonna, are you gonna, like... I'll take them back. Yeah. And I, I'm assuming it probably was there when I got it, because I don't really do anything to these, and that's, like, a little splinter, so I was like, oh, I'll bring them back, and hopefully it'll be covered, so that was low. But John blames me, because I, like, leave them around. <laughs> but, like... If, like, the dogs hit it, I feel like it'd be a bigger yeah. shatter. Yeah. Not this little splinter. Plus, it's not your fault if your do- if your giant dog just... <laughs> Smack my face. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they do. Marshall got my face, actually, the other day. 
Oh, well. You square That's what you have to do for the ones you love. <laughs> What's your high? Um, your test is finally fini- done. <laughs> yeah, finishing my test and my rotation I was just on. And now I get to go to emergency medicine. Ooh, that'll be exciting, I think. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm nervous because I don't know what to really expect from it. But it's like, it's nice because I have, to, it's not as professional because you're like, in scrubs and running around and yeah i think that would be my type of environment to emergency yeah to just like run around and i a lot of pas go into emergency because they can do things on their own and do procedures and see patients but i don't think i'm gonna like feeling anxious all day (laughs) i just feel anxious all day anyway yeah so you know it doesn't help that putting yourself in an anxious environment but yeah um, what was your high and low? <laughs> do we start with low? Whatever you, whatever you want to start with, you choose. Um, my high. I have two highs. Okay. My first high. Not allowed. <laughs> oh, just kidding. No, no more positivity. Yeah. <laughs> um, my first high is that my live observation, my last live observation ever for internship, is done. Woo! And you passed. Yes, I think yeah. <laughs> he hasn't graded it yet. But basically what that is, is my supervisor sits in on a session mm-hmm. while I counsel somebody and she basically grades me. Nice. Yeah. And she picked one of my tougher clients that she wanted to sit in on and I was like, crap. <laughs> Great. Great. <laughs> but that's my last one ever. Mm-hmm. So. Then you can, now you know that you can be a true provider for these people. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> got to pass my test yeah um my second high is that i only have 10 weeks of school left Woo! probably every week you hear kara countdown 10 more weeks (laughs) baby and like well now you know how long it's been since the last podcast because i think last time was 12 weeks or 13 weeks yeah 10 weeks i'm almost a single digit i know and I only need that bug is gonna piss me off. <laughs> There's a bug flying around and I don't know where it is. It's not a ladybug. I want the ladybugs back. No, yeah, it's a stink bug. <gasps> oh yeah, there's. Oh, well, that's... please get it. <laughs> that's not a stink bug. That's a different type of bug. <gasps> We're back. <laughs> Thank you for getting it. Kara, yeah, Kara, that's like panic attack. We should just left the whole audio on. I just started crying. <laughs> So it was like I don't know what it is. It's a it's a bug that looks like a stink bug, but it's not. It's not like a smelly one. I hate stink bugs. Oh it's like a God. leaf bug. Oh it God. looks like a leaf. No, it did not. That's what that was not a leaf bug. <laughs> so I had to. How am I gonna live I didn't alone? Kill it. Yeah, I didn't kill it. I trapped it under a cup, and I will flush it down the toilet after the podcast. <laughs> the uh title's gonna be with kara having a panic attack <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> back to the scheduled program what's your low of the week <laughs> that moment yes i had a pretty good week oh my, good. oh my low okay so that and um <laughs> i have a lit review that's due sunday that i've only got about a page in how many pages does it have to be only six to eight which is not bad mm-hmm and the outline was due two weeks ago for it, so I'm really just following the outline and double space adding stuff. Double spaced. Nice. Yes. That's the best. APA format. Yep. It's just a matter of sitting down and doing it because I know mm-hmm. if I sit down and do it like straight and like don't do mm-hmm. anything, I could probably get it done in like two hours. Yeah. 
You got it. I don't want to. <laughs> you can do it. Or just, like, do one hour tomorrow, one hour Tuesday, or Sunday. I'm probably going to do it during work on Sunday. Yeah, see? You'll be fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. I love when I get notifications on my Apple Watch that my friends work out. And then there's me. That doesn't... <laughs> like, Did this get... person goes all three rigs. I'm like... Well, I took a nap. <laughs> did you get my two yeah. days of yoga that I did? I This is my first day wearing it oh, for all week, days. I think. Good two, job. Two days, three days? Good job. Proud of you. Your workout doesn't count unless you have your Apple Watch on. I know. I went to the gym and three ran. Days. Three days. Oh, nice. No, there's that two days. <laughs> I went to the gym and ran like 2.5 wow. miles. Like Good for you. Two weeks ago or something. <laughs> Good for you. Thank you. And I didn't wear my watch, so oh, no one knew count. about it. It doesn't count. <laughs> no one knew but me, and I was like, hopefully my body will remember. <laughs> I work oh, at a gym where I can work out yeah. for free, and I still don't do it. I need to. I wish I, like, worked at a gym. I mean, I guess I could <laughs> in my free time. All my free time I have. Yeah, we but... have so much free time. Okay, Kara, you got to choose this week. Who did you yes. choose? Oh, I'm going to pronounce her name so wrong, so I apologize. This is Juana. It's got the double R, so I'm going to try to roll my... It took five years of Spanish. I'm still going <laughs> to pronounce all these names wrong. Yeah. Well, you picked this case. I know. It's Juana. Yes. Barraza. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice. Fancy. Juana Barraza. I'm gonna yeah. I'm just gonna say Barraza. Yeah, I'm not gonna roll my R's the entire <laughs> time. I can't roll my R's. This is how. This is what it sounds like when I roll my R's. The wave looks funny on Yeah. I taught myself how to roll them. I don't know how. Doesn't everyone though teach themselves? I don't know. No one can really teach your. I feel like native Spanish speakers. They just do it. Well, because it's their That's what I'm language. Saying. Yeah. Well, I just think they did it. All right. Why Let's get myself. on with it. <laughs> okay. Overview. Oh, wait. My sources. Wikipedia, Murderpedia, and I use the Criminal Minds. That's mine. <laughs> what, what are your sources? Criminal Minds. <laughs> Fandom. It's criminalminds.fandom.com. Nice. Boom. All right. So. I'm just going to reiterate, I apologize for pronouncing all of these Spanish words and Spanish names wrong. Yes. I am by no means trying to be offensive. No. Or making fun of the language. I we just, just don't know how to say Yeah. It. Took five years of Spanish, still can't pronounce anything. Yeah, I can understand very few words of Spanish. All right. So, Juana is a Mexican serial killer. She was dubbed... La Mata Villajitas, or the old, the little old lady killer. Mm -hmm. She was sentenced to 759 years in prison for killing between 42 and 49 elderly women. Only 11 were conf confirmed. She either strangled or bludgeoned her victims, and then she robbed them. And she would use various objects to strangle her victims, such as phone cords, tights, or even a stethoscope. Oh, yeah. Giving them a bad name. Yep. Medical people. And yeah. Stethoscopes. This is like a, a population of victims that we haven't had. Yeah. Yet. Like elderly women. Mm hmm. 
And then the authorities and media have given various estimates on the number of victims, which is estimated between 24 and 49. That's a big gap. Yeah. That's a big gap. Yeah, it's that is a big gap. Yeah. But it's like, she didn't admit to ever killing anyone but one. Correct. So. Yep. We'll talk about that later, but... Yeah, so who knows how many people she actually killed or hurt. Who knows? Yeah, I don't think we'll ever know. She's not going to admit. So. No. She's still alive today. Mm-hmm. So. How old is she? 61. Well, according to this. She was born in 1957, so what does that make? She's 64. No, 63, because her birthday hasn't passed yet. Okay. So. 64. <laughs> She's 63, 63 years old. Yes. Okay. All right. Life. <laughs> you you want to do life? Sure. Carol, do most of it because I didn't research much. It's okay. She was born in, I'm not going to say the town name because there's absolutely no way I'm saying it right. So she was born in a town that starts with an E in Hidalgo, which is a rural, which I can't say that word, area <laughs> north of Mexico City on December 27th, 1957. Her mother whose name I will not say because I can't say it, <laughs> was an alcoholic who exchanged Barraza for three beers to a man who repeatedly raped her. Yeah. And then she ended up pregnant. That's so sad. Yeah. It's like, no wonder she's messed up in her adulthood. Like, yeah, you shouldn't be killing people, but she had to go through some hard yeah. things. That's crazy. Like your own mother. Yeah trades you for three beers Mm -hmm. the trading alone is horrible yeah but for three beers i know and well it says her mom was an alcoholic sex worker so i'm assuming that she also like she just did that and was like oh i have a daughter might as well do it to her too yeah she's messed up horrible yeah Um, She had four children total, and her older son died from injuries related to a mugging. Okay. Um, Before her arrest, fun fact, she was a professional wrestler, (laughs) and her ring name was La Dama del Silencio, or the Lady of Silence, and she would later tell police that she chose that name because, quote, I am quiet and keep to myself. That's (laughs) not true. Yeah. But okay. Um, she had a huge interest in lucha libre, which is a form of masked professional wrestling. So I think there's pictures of her like in her wrestling uniform. Yeah, I have one right here. So we'll definitely post it because mm-hmm. it's uh, interesting. Is her mask a butterfly? Yeah, I think so. That's what it looks like. And she has a butterfly belt. Dang. She looks like a Power Ranger. Honestly. She does look like a Power Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> go, go, Power Rangers. Butterfly one. With her big belt. That every, whatever think, you win. I think she was, like, really good. Yeah. I'm not well, she sure. won that big belt. Yeah, well. Must be good, must at least. Be, must have been really good. But, yeah, she was a professional wrestler. Yeah, that's definitely interesting. I think that's funny. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. Okay, so she had several failed marriages, but she had four children, through like, throughout those. And her firstborn died in a gang shooting when he was just 24 years old. Oh, I said that, but I didn't. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Mugging is what I had, but. Gotcha. Sorry. But obviously she's having, like, 
these issues in adulthood you know not able to maintain stable relationships and undergoing still more trauma Mm -hmm. when she's older so horrible yeah i don't have much more on her her background before yeah it basically was horrible yeah failed marriages lost a child Mm -hmm. was a professional wrestler i would love to know how she got into professional wrestling yeah yeah i don't know i'm sure it's just to get out some anger at first yeah probably that's what a lot of a lot of they say like it's good for kids to like take like martial arts course to just like release energy and anger and frustration out so that's probably what she did and then i think she was like really good but she had a lot of anger built up that's why she's kind of scary looking yeah, she is. She's definitely, like, intimidating. And she looks like she could beat be anyone up. <laughs> I wouldn't go near her. No, I wouldn't. I would not. But she looks like... Like, she looks like a wrestler. Like, she could be a wrestler. Just even from her facial, like, picture. And... She's got, like, those intimidating eyes. Mm-hmm. They just, like, stare into your soul. <laughs> Victims. Yes. All right, so there are unspecific dates, but her killings went from 1995 to 2001. Mm-hmm. Um, I have some dates. Well, yeah, look, it, I got a lot of dates. Well, I think, it me, me too, but I think it means, like, the dates, like, she started, you know? Mm. I don't know. I have a date. <laughs> I got a date. Huh? How about that? Catch me outside. (laughs) All right. So. Go. November 25th, 2002. See, that's a date. (laughs) I'm just telling you what Wikipedia (laughs) said. Sorry, I had to to say that. Go. November 25th, (laughs) 2002. Oh, wait. Hold on. (laughs) I know what I did. Yes. From 1995 to 2001, they were all robberies, and uh, they don't know the dates for that. That makes more sense, because yeah. I'm like, I have dates. Then she, in 2002, she starts killing. Yeah. There we go. There you go. Figured it out. <laughs> November 25th, 2002. I'm not saying all of these Spanish names. I'm going to mm-hmm. offend so many people if I do. Yeah. So, the first victim, her first name was Maria. She was 64 years old. And she was beaten and and manually strangled. So, 2003, she started on March 2nd with a woman whose last name was Oropesa. She was 84 and she was manually strangled. July 25th, we have Maria Cortina, who was 86. She was strangled. On October 9th, we had Maria Morales. She was 87. She fractured her arms, tied her up, and strangled her. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah. On October 24th, we have Maria Galvan. She was 78, and she was strangled with the stethoscope. On November 4th, we have Lucrecia, who was 85. She was strangled with a cord. On November 19th, we have Natalia Castro, who was 85, strangled with a ligature. On November 28th, we have Alicia. She was 76. She was also strangled with a ligature. So mm-hmm. that was all in 2003. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. 2004, she was really busy. Mm-hmm. 
So February 20th, we have Alicia Castillo. She was 75. She was beaten and strangled. February 25th, we have Andrea Carito. She was 74. She was beaten and strangled. Then we have March 20th, we have Carmden Rodea. She was 76, beaten and strangled with a cord. March 26th, we have Pajares. That's her last name. She was 82. She was beaten and strangled with a cord. May 24th, we have Guadalupe Sanchez, who was 74, beaten, slammed, and strangled with two cords. I mean, the list just goes on and on. Yeah. I don't I mean, know if you want me to there's name a lot. No, all you... these people, but I mean... There's just like... One after the other after the other, it seems so like she didn't take people. many breaks. No, we have so many in 2004, we have so many in 2005, 2006. Mm-hmm. And like I mean, those, we don't even know all of them, like right? We said earlier, so. right? I mean, there's so many people. Mm-hmm. And I wish I could say all the names correctly and honor mm-hmm. the victims and say all of them, but mm-hmm. we'll be here all night. Yeah, I mean, it's things like strangled with a stethoscope until her neck snapped mm-hmm. beaten strangled strangled with pantyhose mm-hmm. um fatally beaten when she put up a fight um a wire a stethoscope mm-hmm. unknown causes i mean there yeah. are she one one woman was set on fire after oh she gosh. was dead i mean that's crazy and these are all all these are elderly women who were like the ages of your grandmothers mm-hmm. yeah Let's talk. Did you say anything about her being like pretending to be a nurse yet? No, I didn't think so. Okay, so let's talk about why she has a stethoscope, basically. Yeah. So we'll backtrack a little bit. So in 1995, this is the first incident that's on record. She was short of cash after the birth of her fourth child, so she began to steal items from shops, and later was it evolved in like burglarizing homes, which is the unknown dates you talked about. So she was doing some little robberies here and there. Mm-hmm. In 1996, she had a plan with Araceli Martinez, which was a friend of hers, to steal from elderly people because they're more, you know, at risk to, like, they can't fight back and they're weaker and easier to manipulate, basically. So they dressed up in white clothes and pretended to be nurses in order to gain access into the elderly people's homes so they were like oh we're here to help with your medications or do you need a massage or like just miscellaneous things that they thought they would say yes to to get into their home so then they didn't even have to like force their way in they were just allowed in juana and araceli did a robbery together on an elderly woman so after araceli and juana had robbed this woman araceli was in a relationship with a police officer And her and the police officer wanted to, like, make a plan to basically, like, blame Juana for everything. So then they ended up, like, meeting her after a burglary and demanded pesos from her to, like, not arrest her. Like, basically, like, was like, I'm gonna, like, tell tell that you stole from this lady unless you, like, give me the money you're, you're getting. So... That ha- all happened beforehand, too. Jeez. But I think that's how she got in with wa- realizing, okay, I can influence and really get into elderly people, especially women's homes, mm-hmm. and do that. And yeah, I also feel like elderly people are more trusting. Oh, yeah. Well, especially in this. I mean, this isn't too long ago. This is like late 1900s and early 2000s. Yeah. But 
yeah even then like people weren't as cautious about like locking their doors and Mm -hmm. still now like the elderly population grew up in the generation that wasn't locking their doors and trusting people and just like whoever came to their door they were letting Mm -hmm. in and feeding them and you know giving them things so yeah it's definitely was easy to get into their homes and hurt them which is sad because Mm -hmm. there is like people don't realize that um even just in general there are a lot of they're high there's a high abuse rate in elderly people because even family members and other people just take advantage of them and yeah when i worked in assisted living i worked in assisted Mm -hmm. living for two years as a server like in the dining room Mm -hmm. so like i would serve the residents and we would have a training once a month and the trainings would be on various things Mm -hmm. and stuff but we always did a training every year on how to spot family abuse yeah and how to um kind of like handle it you know Mm -hmm. like go get a supervisor and stuff like that but um really just paying attention to those signs so like Mm -hmm. if you know a resident is like really happy all the time and all this stuff but then like once their family member leaves, if mm-hmm. they start acting weird and acting different, like, that's, like, something to look out for. Yeah. Um, just the way, like, family members talk to them. Mm-hmm. Like, that was something that um, was part of our training. Yeah. Was you got to look out for these things. Yeah. Well, yeah, especially if you're working with that population mm-hmm. of people. It's good. They need someone to advocate for them. Absolutely. Because, obviously, the family member is not going to come to them. And who else is going to, like, they have nurses and random staff coming in and out, I'm sure, but... You know, you need to be the one to, like, step up and 100%. say something. 100%. Yeah. And I feel like because they're in that dining room for three meals a day, mm-hmm. they would always talk to us servers all the time. Yeah. Yeah, they could even say something, not even, like, thinking yeah. much of it, and you could get some clues. Yeah, they would talk to us all the time. Mm-hmm. And, like, sometimes it'd be like, okay, like, I really love this conversation, but I have a whole tray of food <laughs> yeah. that I need to give to other people. Go. Like, I'll come back, I promise. Yeah. But, um... Yeah. So that's what's hard about this case because mm-hmm. it's sad. I mean, any victims be, you know, and it's always sad. These things are always sad, but yeah, it's hard. I feel like it's a population that we don't think about. Yeah. Because, you know, when you think of Ted Bundy or John Wayne Gacy mm-hmm. or the Candyman, like these are young men and women. Mm-hmm. No one really thinks about the elderly. Mm-hmm. That, like, just because you're in your 80s and 90s yeah. doesn't mean that you still can't get killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's... And I think, like, robberies and stuff, people definitely, I feel like, rob. If they know an elderly person yeah. lives in a home, they're more likely to rob it. But, yeah, I feel like I I don't hear, like, much about murders of the elderly population. No, me either. I'm sure it happens, like, more than wh- what we know. Yeah. Which is good to do this case, but... Yeah, it's just not something you think about. Like, when you think of someone being murdered, yeah, it's a, it's a young young person, typically. Right. Like, under 40. <laughs> yeah, or it's like, it's always, like, I don't know, honor student from yeah. the university of somewhere mm-hmm. gets kidnapped and, like, you, yeah. that's, like, what you hear. Yeah. Yeah. So, so acting yeah. like a nurse, she also gained their trust by helping them with their shopping bags requesting to like clean their homes for them Mm -hmm. and not only did she pretend to be a nurse but she also pretended to be a social worker offering a free checkup or provide information about benefits Mm. yeah those are things that 
they would people people are gonna believe yeah so plus you know it's the idea that we talked about when we did um your female case of Mm -hmm. people don't really see women as killers like yeah like especially i don't know it's it's that thing of like you think you're safe hitchhiking Mm -hmm. if it's a man and a wife but that's not necessarily true Mm -hmm. like there are dozens of cases where they go with the husband and the wife because they're like okay there's a woman here yeah safe it'll be okay but that ends up not being okay yeah especially yeah women for women and i'm sure like men also don't see a woman as like threatening right but typically it is women if it's a woman serial killer they're most likely killing women because they know they can overpower them more so than a man women and children yeah yeah but yeah it's like i would definitely if someone if a man and a woman came up to me same age i would trust the woman more than the man just like instantly just because it's less threatening yeah i don't it's scary i watched a tiktok of this woman. TikTok. <laughs> I'm too old. <laughs> You're too old. I, I watched this TikTok of this woman kind of like saying out warnings like how her and her husband went away for a weekend. Mm-hmm. And this young couple came up to them and befriended them and like was just talking to them at the bar mm-hmm. or like whatever. And um, I forget kind of how the story went, but basically somebody had seen one of them slip something in the husband's drink Mm. so then they could take the woman yeah and the husband wouldn't be able to do anything because he would have been drugged yeah so it was a couple working together yeah to get the husband away from wives so they could take the wife that's crazy yeah basically don't trust anyone cover your drinks yeah well yeah especially a man or a woman cover your drinks yeah don't ever if you left your drink just leave like it. out of your sight just leave it do not drink go it. buy another one yeah it's not worth it no yeah that's crazy yeah, yeah you don't think about it i met couples on like my trip my honeymoon yeah. like it even crossed my mind to think like they would you know right it's scary yeah which is bad because i'm like a cautious person and i don't even think about that yeah. stuff when it's a couple so no, it's scary because yeah. you think like you can just like Oh, look at this nice couple I meet on vacation. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to talk to them. Mm-hmm. But it's... Oh, God, it's scary. Oh, no, I'm Facebook friends. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, they're going to come for me. Um, But be careful. Do not leave your friends. No. Do not leave your friend alone at a no. bar. No. Don't say, oh, she'll be fine. The nice man she met at the bar is going <laughs> to take her home. Don't leave Especially her. don't say that. If you go together... You leave together. Yeah. Exchange numbers. Do no. whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Call him tomorrow. Yeah. Do not go home with anybody. No. Do not. Yeah. Don't leave your friends. Don't leave your elderly grandma at a bar either. No. <laughs> Everyone is at risk. Anyone can be hurt and be a victim of something crazy. Yes. If you go to your friends, the bar, mm-hmm. or you meet them. You leave with them. Yeah. And before you drive away, you make sure that each one of you are in the car safe with the mm-hmm. doors locked. Yep. Maybe stay on the phone with them until you all pull out of the parking lot and then you text each other when you get home. Yes. Even or if one Kara of them... doesn't text me when she gets home. No, well, <laughs> you, you track me, so... Yeah. 
we share locations. That's how close we are. <laughs> like, where's Taylor? She hasn't texted me yeah. back. Where's she at? She at her other friend's house. Where I'm like, I, I'm going to call Kara. And then I'm like, let me see if she's home first. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah. Oh, I just call you. <laughs> well, I'm like, well, some nights I know you're with Kyle. So I'm like, okay, I don't call. But I don't know if you're at work or you can, home. You can call with when I'm with Kyle. Well, just because I want to call to like BS, not to like for anything important no he doesn't care yeah so i'm like well most of the time i like to see if you're at work to see if i should call if you're with a client like at my internship yeah i'm like okay she's there i'm not gonna call i'm always there so yeah i tracked you on the way here though well you're like why is she sitting in that parking lot for 15 minutes waiting for the freaking chicken baskets at dairy queen that took 15 minutes and it wasn't even worth it yeah. So upset. Freaking Dairy Queen. Fan food, not fast, fast food. food. I worked there. I know. Yeah, you guys suck. Yeah, we do. The only thing that's good there are the blizzards. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I like their fries, actually. And the milk and the latte. Their fries are never crispy enough. No, yeah. It's because it's just teenagers working there. What What's to talk about <clears throat> next? The investigation. Okay. The, author- the authorities were criticized in the media by dismissing the evidence that there was a serial killer in Mexico City. Mm-hmm. No one ever wants to believe there's a serial no. killer. They're like, no. Nope, not true. I don't know. It's it like, makes me mad. Yes, it is. By November of 2005, the authorities were reporting witness statements that say that the killer wore women's clothing in order to gain access to their apartments. Mm-hmm. So... In one of the witness statements, it said that a large woman in a red blouse was seen leaving the home of a murdered woman. Mm-hmm. Um, two months later, the police began to check fingerprints of bodies in the morgue with the belief that the killer com- completed suicide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there was a major break in the case on January 25th, 2006, when a suspect was arrested fleeing a home of the last victim, Ana Maria de los Reyes Alfaro. She was strangled with the stethoscope. Uh, Many people were surprised to find out that the killer was female and that it was the famous professional wrestler. (laughs) Yeah. The Lady of Silence. It's crazy. Yeah. So many of the eyewitnesses thought um, that they saw a masculine looking woman. Mm -hmm. So the police thought they were just looking for a transgender individual. Yeah. Um, but they later admitted that the sketches and the composites compiled looked just like the famous wrestler. Mm-hmm. And they actually arrested in that time 49 uh, transgender individuals who were released when their prints didn't match. But that's like crazy. They arrest so many. Yeah. Because that was what they, who they, they thought, thought they yeah. were going after. Yeah. But it does like, I have a picture of the two sketches that they did that's one one's more feminine one's more masculine and i mean the more feminine one looks more like her yeah but she can be seen like as a masculine yeah. more masculine just because she wrestled and she's like yeah, she's probably probably she's probably built yeah. yeah so but in her her face like i think she has a feminine look at least in her yeah. mug shots yeah she looks feminine <laughs> yeah yeah she was like eyeshadow on <laughs> Like, hold on, let me do my makeup. Yeah, for my mug shot. She <laughs> needs really, to be ready. She really just Jody Arias did up. Yeah. I know you don't know what that means. Nope. Because you don't really know the Jody Arias story. No, I don't. But yeah. I'll act like I do. Oh, yeah. Basically, she wanted to put makeup on for her mug shot, I'm pretty sure. Mm. And they were like, no. Like, but I think they let her. But she's freaking. Yeah. Um, The prosecutors linked her fingerprints to 10 murders. She confessed to killing, oh, I'm sorry, four women 
but mm-hmm. denied the others. Mm. Like, what's... At that point, you already confessed to killing. It's like, you're going to be you're put already, in jail. Yeah, you already confessed to killing people. It's not like you're, like, denying... Either deny it all or, like, admit to it all. Yeah. Because... So people can get some closure. Yeah, because you're already going to be put away. What is the difference? That's, like, kind Stupid. of what I'm confused when they catch the person, but they don't... They're not, like, willing to talk about the other like unidentified people Mm -hmm. it's like can you do just one more like good thing yeah before you get killed or just just give them like the family some closure can you just do something Mm -hmm. but they don't care so no why would they care yeah um oh before we go to the trial Mm -hmm. i want to talk about the psychological profile perfect go for it all right So, the chief prosecutor, Bernardo Batiste, profiled the killer as having, quote, a brilliant mind, being quite clever and careful. Obviously not. Fingerprints are everywhere. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Like, they're like, oh, the fingerprints. They're able to fingerprint everything. Obviously not that freaking careful. Well, they didn't, technically, they didn't catch her until they saw her actually leaving the last scene. Also not careful. (laughs) That's true. But, yeah, I I mean. Batiste. Yeah. (laughs) Wrong. He also suggested the killer probably struck his victims after he gained their trust. Oh, no shit. And you notice Kara's saying he because they kept thinking it was a male. No, he because the profiler is a a male. Oh, yeah. Okay. No. Struck his victims. Okay, whatever. Struck his victims. Okay. (laughs) God. Yeah. But Uh, that's that's what it says on the websites because they thought it was a male doing it. That's true. Go. Stop reading my (laughs) notes. Keep your eyes on your own paper. No. (laughs) Investigators also suspected that the killer was posing as a government official and was offering victims a chance to sign up for welfare programs. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of true. She was trying to say she was a social Mm -hmm. worker. Well, it makes sense to think that if there's no, like, breaking and entering that Mm -hmm. was found and it's out in an elderly population, they're like, oh, what what would they let people in for, you know? Yeah. I feel like that's just another elderly thing. Yeah. To be like, oh, why don't you come in and I'll I'll bake you you pie. (laughs) some cookies yeah i went to see my grandma today my baba and she sent me home with a container of cookies a blanket that she crocheted that she like she crocheted all of her grandkids a blanket so whenever when they moved out Mm -hmm. they get this nice blanket yeah so i'm moving out next month so (laughs) finally so she gave me mine which i didn't know existed yeah because i went over there because i wanted her to like make her like feel good i mm-hmm. wanted her to crochet me a blanket to match like my living room mm-hmm. theme so i was just gonna tell her like the colors and she's like oh i have a blanket for you <laughs> it doesn't match so cute. but uh it's meaningful yeah it's baba oh cute yeah she cute but anyway <laughs> that's the point she sends me home with cookies yeah like, all the time and then she gives me like five dollars as a drug deal i'm pretty sure when i went to her house years ago she gave me stuff to take home yeah she gave you slippers yeah oh yeah she did <laughs> She gave you she gave you slippers she that she crocheted. <laughs> She's always sending slippers home. Yeah. <laughs> I took after Christmas when I left her house for Christmas to go to Kyle's one year. Um, she sent me home with slippers for like him and his sister and his parents. And so every year now when I leave to go over there for Christmas, she's like, "Oh, they want more slippers." <laughs> I'm like, "No, Baba, they don't." <laughs> They have so enough. Funny. I knew I left there with something. Yeah, you left with slippers. 
That's so funny. Oh, she's cute. Yeah, she's cute. Uh, she just got her second vaccine. Oh, good. That makes me feel yeah, better. Yeah, that's good. So in two weeks, she'll be good. Yeah. Because she's like, I want to go out to eat. I want to go get Mexican food oh. or CC pizza. She has broken English. That's yeah. why I'm talking like that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, okay, well, when you go get your second vaccine and stuff, then we'll yeah. go and we'll go, we'll go get Mexican food <laughs> and CC's pizza. Oh, my gosh. So cute. She's cute. Yeah. Okay, anyway, I could talk about Baba all day. Yeah. <laughs> So when uh, she was actually caught, investigators believed that she was a psychopath with no remorse. Makes so, sense. So my brain went to the DSM. Mm, of course. The big book. The big the big purple DSM-5 <laughs> book. Yeah. And psychopath and like sociopath, those are associated with antisocial personality disorder. Antisocial personality <laughs> disorder is not what it sounds like. It doesn't no. sound like somebody who's like... Oh, I don't want to be social. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like if you say you're antisocial, it's different. That's different. Than, yeah. yeah. This. So antisocial personality disorder occurs in a person when they have a pervasive pattern of, oh, I guess I should cite the DSM. I didn't put <laughs> you that did, in my technically. Um, it's a pervasive pattern of disregard for and violation of the rights of others mm-hmm. occurring since the age of 15, as indicated by three or more of the following. I won't say the whole list, but it's things like... They don't conform to social norms or respect laws. Mm-hmm. Um, they have uh, repeatedly performing acts that are grounds for arrest. Mm-hmm. She robbed a bunch of people. She yeah. killed people. Yeah. Um, she lies. There's deceitfulness. Um, failure to plan ahead. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Maybe she didn't hide her fingerprints. Yeah. Obviously. Um, aggressive physical fights or assaults. Disregard for safety of self or others. Lack of remorse. Mm-hmm. Um, and she wrestled too like yeah. that's also like she was you know had all this anger and s- built up are you that saying all way. wrestlers have antisocial personality no 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 i'm saying that <laughs> no 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 <laughs> i'm not saying that <laughs> i'm saying that because like one of the things is like the anger and aggression yeah, yeah. so like that's probably was her outlet for mm-hmm. a while and that's she wasn't killing when she was wrestling so that yeah. might have been what like helped her yeah um it's, I mean, I didn't name everything, but yeah. you get the gist. Um, they have to put the person, in order to be diagnosed with this because it's such a serious disorder, mm-hmm. um, and these people are, abs- I'm pretty sure I met somebody with antisocial personality mm-hmm. disorder. I'm sure I have too. Um, ugh. Worst, know, human, worst human being I've ever met in my life. Yeah. You probably know who it is. No, but you'll tell me later. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for yeah. sure. I just typed it out. Yeah, for yeah, sure yeah. she did. <laughs> yeah. Um. The person has to be at least 18. The evidence of conduct disorder, which is another mental health disorder that basically has the same type of symptoms, mm-hmm. but it's usually for kids. Yeah, under 18. Correct. So conduct disorder has to have an onset before the age of 15. And then if these things are still going on, then conduct disorders diagnosis mm-hmm. gets changed to antisocial personality disorder. Mm-hmm. Um but that doesn't mean that conduct disorder always Correct. goes to yep. antisocial. So Correct. Yeah, that's not. Right. Some some kids may be diagnosed with it and be okay, not be like this. No, right. Older. Right. Thank you. You're yeah. Right. Yeah. Um and so the occurrence of antisocial behavior is not exclu- is not exclusively during the course of schizophrenia or bipolar disorder. Mm-hmm. So that's like the differential diagnosis things you have yeah. to make sure you weed. Um, yeah. Rule other, everything out. Yeah. Thank you. Weed, rule, whatever. (laughs) 
Okay, I just okay. thought I just wanted to throw that in. Yeah, there. that's a good one. I don't have really medic any medical things that's for okay. this one. I I saw no. psychopath and I was like, ooh. Yeah. Because even course. in the DSM, like underneath, like, um, the criteria, mm-hmm. um, it says something like people who have this are usually branded as like sociopaths mm-hmm. or psychopaths. Yeah, so. and yeah, there's a fine line between them, like a psychopath, sociopath. Mm-hmm. Those, I mean, they like Kara said, they both fall under antisocial, but you the know, line is very thin. Yeah, between the two. there's not s- huge differences between the two, but you always hear that, so that's what the di- that's the diagnosis right. that goes with it. Right. But that doesn't mean that everyone with that is going to be like a murderer. Correct. <laughs> it just means that they have the the same traits, and certain people act out mm-hmm. and do bad things like right, that. right. Okay. Good differentiating. Yes. All right. Trial and verdict. She was tried in the spring of 2008, and the prosecution alleged that she had been responsible for 40 deaths. Mm-hmm. So I found this interesting because I didn't know this. So in Mexico, trials have no juries oh. and few public hearings. So the prosecutors and defense team usually just present their evidence to one judge during a largely closed-door proceedings. So people aren't sitting in the courtroom. Mm-hmm. Um, that can last years. Wow. Yeah. But her trial was public. <laughs> probably because she was a woman, first of all. Yeah. Because it's such a big deal to have a woman serial killer. Mm-hmm. And she was a professional wrestler. Um, within hours of her arrest, she was paraded in front of cameras, posted beside a plastic bust of the prime suspect that was made during the investigation, mm-hmm. which did, like you said, resemble her. Yeah. Um, she only admitted to one. So I think where I got confused was the four that she confessed to, she probably confessed during questioning, mm-hmm. but I think she only pled guilty to one during the actual trial. Gotcha. Yeah. So that would have been the last one where they caught her fleeing the scene. Yeah. And she told police that her motive was the lingering resentment toward her mother. Which I mean, makes sense. Yeah. It like, it's sense. not like it's like, oh my goodness, that can't be it. <laughs> I definitely, yeah. it seems yeah. like it's an underlying issue for sure um she also told the court that she was only guilty for that one murder because she quote got angry mm-hmm. okay yeah that doesn't <laughs> I make get any difference too. i don't kill people yeah um on march 31st 2008 she was found guilty of 16 charges of murder and aggravated burglary and 11 separate counts of murder like i said earlier she was sentenced to 759 years in prison mm-hmm and since sentences imposed in Mexican courts are generally served concurrently, but the maximum sentence under Mexican law is 60 years, she will most likely serve the full sentence in prison. Mm-hmm. Um, and she did not show any emotion or, remor- or remorse when the verdict was read and her response was, quote, may God forgive you and not forgive me. Mm-hmm. Um, she also is quoted as saying that she would appeal all of her convictions except for that one. Yeah, and they, I don't think you mentioned this, but they linked her all to her, her to all these other cases because of fingerprints. Yeah, like 10 of them. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how they were able to get like her associated with the other ones. And they knew that there was killings, like similar killings going on. So, yeah. And then, um, so she'll, she will, she's alive now. She'll be paroled in 2058. Well, at a hundred years old, <laughs> so we'll see. 
Can we just, like, do an eye for an eye? Just have a bunch of, like, old women beat her? Yeah. With, with like, their purses. Their canes and walkers. Yeah. <laughs> Please. I know. It's, like, that's crazy. I feel like my grandma could take her. Oh, yeah. Bob is kind of, like, scary. Oh, yeah. She could tackle her. She could, like, she Pin moves the fridge out and the stove out by herself <laughs> to clean. She has to. Yeah, she gets on ladders. I'm like, please don't get on ladders. Yeah, just, yeah, she probably shouldn't do be doing please that don't stuff do that. anymore. But <laughs> she's crazy. She needs to not. That's that like, it's like that's why I just want her to crochet me a blanket because then I know for a couple of days she's just sitting. Yeah, and crocheting and <laughs> climbing ladders. Yeah, fixing a, the roof leak. <laughs> My God. Oh, yeah. Baba. So her mo was like Kara said she would approach she could sometimes approach victims on the street she'd knock on their door she pretended to be city council members like you said that correct nurse social workers um she eventually got a real nurse's uniform and the stethoscope like we said if you said this all we'll just cut it out (laughs) what's up with these people wanting to be like medical people i know this is our third one where they're like i'm just gonna do whatever i want yeah these scrubs on People trust medical providers, which makes sense. Like, you should, obviously. Not, like, to the extent of this, like, letting a random person in your house you don't know. But when you go to... The other cases were different. Like, you go to a hospital, you expect only to be taken care of by the people there, not to be hurt by them. But in this case, yeah, it's... It's like the Milgram experiment. I don't know what that is. It's, um, so Stanley Milgram, I think his first name is Stanley. He's the one who did, I think you'll know it when I tell you. He's the one who did the psychological experiment of if you put somebody in a red, or in a red, in a white lab coat Mm -hmm. in a room and you are the teacher and then Mm -hmm. somebody on the other side of the wall is the learner, Mm -hmm. but it's not a real person. It's a recording. Mm -hmm. So every time the teacher asks a question, if the person on the other side of the wall gets it wrong, they administer a shock to them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And eventually the shocks get mm-hmm. more intense. Yeah. And then if they keep going, they'll hear, like, the person go silent as if, like, they're unconscious or mm-hmm. they're dead or something. And, of course, there was nobody on the other side of the wall as a recording. Mm-hmm. But the idea was that people will listen to people who they think are authoritative. Mm-hmm. So this random person who's just because he's in a white lab coat, like doctors wear, mm-hmm. he trusted them. Like yeah. these people trusted them. So then when they would be like, I, I really don't want to like administer the shock. They'd yeah. be, they, all they would have to say is, please continue. Mm-hmm. And then they I would do keep remember going. That. Yeah. yeah. It's the same idea. Yeah. So these like, yeah, whoever it was, was just telling these people to shock a, a person that they couldn't see. Yeah. And they were just like, yep, that's fine. I trust you. So. Yeah. They were like, why'd you just turn around? No. Is there a bug? <laughs> I thought there was, but it wasn't. It was the, the, that's <laughs> why I saw like where I'm looking, the thing on the wall looks like just a black speck. It's not, I promise. What? Is there another one? No. Oh, okay. Wait, <laughs> there's not, there's nothing. There's something on me. <laughs> Sorry, I was having anxiety again. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just take heavy, heavy breaths. They're all under cups or bowls. <laughs> we just see. Are you sure? We just see a cup moving like across. Just <laughs> no, it's not that big. Okay. Uh, anyway, somebody anyway. in a lab coat. If yeah. You, if you think the person is an authoritative person, mm-hmm. you're more likely to do what they say. Yeah. 
yeah it's just it's crazy and to like make it worse she really didn't get anything out of the killings like she got minimal money and stuff from them so she would keep she's a famous wrestler i'm assuming she's getting paid yeah i don't know and she would keep some of the things that she stole from them as like a trophy um which is probably also what they probably found things to link her to victims based on what she had but mostly she just did it because she wanted to like there's no real underlying reason nothing she got from it so yeah it's she's a horrible person horrible so um she appeared well these things appeared on criminal minds um there is on season one pablo vargas was a mexican serial killer that they i guess they took some things from barraza's case and um in season two, the Mill Creek Killer was tortured women and lured the victims and basically so said they so got it off of Barras. <laughs> I don't know. So they're just like loose. They just loosely based yeah. this. Okay. Yeah. She's also in an investigation discovery series, Deadly Women, an episode mm-hmm. titled Payback. She's in a bunch of documentaries that um, are in Spanish that mm-hmm. I'm not going to pronounce. Yeah. Um, she was First portrayed in a TV series called, again, it's in Spanish, <laughs> in the early 2000s. Mujer Casos de la Vida Real. Of the real life. I got the last part. Anyway. Yep. <laughs> five years of Spanish. Thanks, American schools. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's in a lot of things yeah because yeah, I it's think well it's, known in Mexico. yeah because yeah, i think it's so bizarre because one it's a woman mm-hmm. and two she's a famous wrestler yeah people probably and, knew her yeah like and her name and the victims are elderly mm-hmm. yeah it's an interesting case for sure definitely different than other ones we've done That's is fine. this it's episode nine no i know but who who did we do last week or the like two weeks ago that you edited beverly I think we've done three women in a row. Yeah. Uh-uh. No? We did. Oh, we did. We did Roger Dale Stafford. His, I mean, his wife oh, was yeah. part of it. Yeah. But then we did Titanic. Mm-hmm. Then we did Lizzie Borden in episode five. Yeah, so we've done a good amount of women, I well, think. Well, technically, now. Lizzie Borden was never found guilty. But yeah, we, yeah, we know. We but, know. <laughs> but we all know. We all know the truth. Yeah, so got, got a lot of women. Serial killers. We're trying to break... The barriers of believing women, that men hey, are the only serial killers. I think killers. I said this in an episode. Yeah. Women can kill just as good as men. Yes. Just watch that show that Kara mentioned, Deadly, Deadly Women. women. My yeah. grandma, obsessed with that show. That's what she would have on all My the time. My grandma was on that show. No. <laughs> grandma. <laughs> She's no. in season three episodes. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> really what my grandma's up to. But yeah, she that is always on. <laughs> is this your mom's mom? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. So, Nanny, if you're listening, <laughs> I know you're still watching Deadly Women she's, all the like, time. Watching it right now. Probably. My dad watches yeah. that show, too. Yeah. My dad always has Investigation Discovery on. Yeah. And I'm my, like, no wonder my... you're so paranoid all the time. I know. Like, if I don't answer my phone, his mind immediately goes mm-hmm. to, she's dead. Well, that's where you get it from, then. Mm-mm. I am not a paranoid person. 
Yes, you are. You check your locks <laughs> 1,200 times a day. That's. I guess it's a normal thing, though, because it's on TikTok that people do that, too. Oh, so normalized. <laughs> that sound where it's like, I just want to look at you yeah. again. <laughs> I'm like, yep, that's me. But you'll, once you live alone, you will be like that. Well, I'm going to check my locks once and be mm-hmm. like, okay. Mm-hmm. That's what you're saying. No, I got mm-hmm. bugs to worry about. Yeah. Yeah, I'll throw a bug at you and see what happens. Burn my entire <laughs> house down. And you don't want a pet bug for a housewarming gift. I'll catch some stink bugs and put them in a cage. <laughs> With my luck, Mika will knock the cage yeah. over and they'll all scatter. And then I'm going to yeah. have to somehow get out of my lease and say, I can't live here anymore. <laughs> I'm so sorry. What would you rather? Would you rather spiders or stink bugs? Spiders. Really? Yes. Spiders will crawl on you in the in like your sleep. So stink, stink, bugs. stink bugs won't really go near you. Stink bugs fly. Yeah, I know. That's that's what I mean. If a stink bug flies on you and then you move, it's gonna fly off. Spiders are just whoop, and no. Zip I don't you. have a spider because no, I can because I can kill a spider. You can't kill a stink bug. You can't kill them. You can't. You know kill the way stink- to kill them. Was what? Well, me and John have different methods. I why well, flush them? Sco- yeah, I scoop them in a cup. Me too. And flush them. But and John grabs a paper towel and smushes them in a paper towel. What is wrong with him? So you can't smell it and then throws it away. <laughs> no, but, it's, it? but it's still <laughs> <He> kills them. <laughs> but it still like emits an odor and that no, attracts I'm, other stink bugs. I don't smell it. But it attracts does. other stink bugs. No, the issue. No wonder you have twelve stink bugs in this freaking attic. No, the issue is when you smush it. Like if you smush a spider on a wall. Like, that's what you don't want to do at stink bugs because then the odor is on the wall. But if you do it in a paper towel, it's... Why would I want to grab it with my hands? I'm just letting you know. <laughs> no, that's see. my opinion! <laughs> <laughs> Taylor and I were talking about vines for a good 20 minutes before we hit record. Yeah, that's probably what I'll watch tonight. <laughs> that's <don't>... my opinion! <laughs> I was like, I asked John if he wanted to watch a movie. And I don't think he really did. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to end up doing. He's just sitting watching old vines because they're funny over and over and over again at all <laughs> no see with spiders like i can just step on it like i see it crawling you think i see it crawling what I can about step it's on, on the it. ceiling i can throw shit at it no <laughs> then it falls and it disappears but see i can't <laughs> like if there's a stink bug crawling on the floor i can't step on they're it they're rarely ever if you find a spider stink bug or any bug on the floor that's so rare they're always on a wall or on the ceiling a lot of spiders i've killed have been on the floor not in my house <laughs> just mine are in bathtubs i'd rather have spiders oh <laughs> uh, no i'd take the stink bugs i'm like you know i've come a long way since our episode of the ladybugs <laughs> because literally like i have curtains in front of my desk and there's little ladybugs just will chill on the windowsill and i'm fine with it now i'm just like they're my people like, they're my people. I'm sure if I open this curtain, there's one. Like they're root- under they're there. rooting you on as you study. Yeah, like today I was taking my test and there was a ladybug like just chilling right behind me. I'm like, Psh, it's fine. They're my friends now. Like, but the stink bugs have to go, and these conifer bugs have to go. <laughs> ladybugs can stay for now. It's like <laughs> I was fine with the ladybugs. Yeah. I was like, oh okay. Yeah. And then you were freaking out. Yeah. And then I just had a public yeah anxiety attack <laughs> public in my attic well, no yeah on on the world wide web yes because we got millions of people who listen yeah. to this show well now it was funny because i said to my mother-in-law so i had we had a mouse problem we still have a mouse problem like we'll find we have to we like catch mice a lot um but then we had a bat like that got in the house and well we had multiple bats 
actually. And then we had, um, do we have anything else? Apparently you have a man in your house. Don't talk about that. We don't talk about that, Kara. <laughs> Drop it. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, we, so I was like, I just don't, once we got the bat, so we had ladybugs, which I was like, ew, we need to get rid of them. Then we had the mice and I'm like, ew, we need to get rid of them. Then we had a bat. And then I said, you know, the mice aren't so bad. <laughs> we can have the mice, just no bats. And I said that to my mother-in-law. I was like, yeah, I just, I just really, <laughs> I don't care about the mice. I just don't want any more bats. She's like, look how far you've come. <laughs> you were so upset about the mice and now you don't care. <laughs> you just don't want bats. No. Bats? No. No, because bats are like a whole different ball game because- if you wake if you wake up and there's a bat flying around your room, you have to go get rabies shots because their bites you don't feel them. Yeah. But luckily, we've always found them like during the day. Like we are not, they're never like in a bedroom or anything. And our animals are vaccinated and stuff, so we're like, okay, it's fine. But yeah, I'm like, well, I learned crazy. from. I'm gonna plug another podcast. <laughs> I learned from the Office Ladies podcast. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, I always got to bring up yeah. the Office in every freaking episode. In every conversation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. Um, they were talking about the episode with the bat. Yeah. And um, they were also talking. They also talked. Well, actually, hold on. I think they talked about it in the episode where Michael hits Meredith with his car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she ended up having to get, like, a rabies shot because mm-hmm. of the bat in like, yeah. an earlier episode. And they did a lot of deep dives on rabies. Mm-hmm. And apparently, you can't treat rabies once you start having symptoms. I, I just learned that the other day. I didn't know that. That's so weird that you're bringing that up. Because I literally texted my friends from school and said, I didn't realize how deadly rabies was. Once you start having symptoms, it's like 100% chance of death. Yeah, I didn't know that. Isn't that crazy? So, it's like, if you get bit by something, mm-hmm. go get a rabies shot yeah. just to be safe because yeah you'll die if you have symptoms yeah i didn't know that yeah so that's crazy isn't it yeah. i learned i seriously i mean i knew it was bad because like you're, you don't want your animals to get it and i understand like if an animal has rabies you put them down so like i don't know why i thought it was any different from humans that's a good point but yeah it's it's true yeah you you die <laughs> you die <laughs> you get rabies you're gonna die <laughs> you're gonna die so if you find a bat Public service announcement. If you wake up to a bat in your room, you must go get rabies shots. And they suck and they hurt, but you have to get them. Have you gotten one? No, oh. but my one of my professors woke up to a bat in his room and he had to go get them. And he's like, they're just terrible. Like, because you have to get multiple, but it's better than freaking dying if it bit you. Oh, yeah. So, and get your pets vaccinated to make sure that our cats stay out of our bedroom at night. So, the forest would just eat them. <laughs> Do they ever catch the mice? Yes, all the time. Mm. Yeah, they catch the mice and the bats, actually. They're... <laughs> they... Forrest will catch mice. The one morning I got up for work and I was in the bathroom and I shut the door because I like my peace and quiet without animals in the bathroom in the morning. And I opened the door, opened the bathroom door to go out and there's a dead mouse in front of the bathroom door that he brought me. <laughs> that was nice of him. Like... I don't want this, so I wake up, John. John, there's a dead mouse on the floor. And then, the one day, me and John were watching TV, and we heard this weird noise, and we're like, what is that noise? And it's like, me, 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 me. <laughs> like, what is that noise? So, John, like, went into the kitchen, and lo and behold, the 
cats caught a bat. <laughs> oh my God. So I think we had a bat problem in our basement. And then when they, they just like redid the basement. So they like all came out like wherever they were hibernating. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> we haven't had one since. I'm not going to I kind of hate how I've spent the night here before. <laughs> Like, multiple times. No, I mean, if they're coming from the basement, there's no way for them to get up here unless a cat brings it up, which means it would be dead. Like, they would have to bring him up. Yeah. I don't want to sleep in your living room anymore. Can I sleep on your and John's floor? Sure. Okay. Since I know the door will be shut, I'll just sleep on the floor. I've slept in the living room so many times. Never been a bat. Well, I'm sleeping out there. We've only had... Two actually upstairs. The rest are downstairs. Is that why you don't let me in your basement? No. <laughs> no, I just I still haven't been in your basement. <laughs> really? You can go see. I do the cat litter after this, so oh. you can come down with me. I'll show you. Okay, let's end it. I know you got to do work. Okay. I just picked off like my. Where you freaking put it on my floor? No, I put it in your trash can. Oh. Ugh. I'm not a barbarian. <laughs> John will kill me. He's yeah. like, dude, what are all these green things yeah. on the floor? And then you'll spill your coffee again. It's tea. Tea. Even even worse. I didn't even finish it. I didn't, I didn't drink mine. You didn't even ask me what drink I got, Kara. Caramel macchiato. <laughs> I bought it for you. <laughs> All right, we're going to go. I'm tired and I have a headache. Oh, yes. ever since I got the vaccine, I've had a headache every day. Take some medicine. Just take Advil. Yeah, take some Excedrin. That's what Kyle says. He's like, he's like, you know what? He, he got mad at me yesterday. It was his birthday. He was allowed. Mm-hmm. He went, you make me so mad. <laughs> and, you know, I just thought of, you make me so mad. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, you can cut that out. Yes. But, um... <laughs> He's like, you make me so mad because you always complain that you have a headache like mm-hmm. every day. He's like, but you take Advil. Why don't you take Excedrin? Yeah. Okay. Well, you, you're the one that sh- like showed me Excedrin. I did. I yeah. showed you the way. So you're not even taking it. You make me so mad. <laughs> make me so mad. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thanks for listening. Oh, we oh changed. <laughs> you keep saying, oh, and then doing something. Okay, go. So, I think in a previous episode, we said that we were going to upload on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. All eight of our viewers, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All of you listeners, um, we decided to upload on Fridays. Mm-hmm. So, our next one will come out a week from when we record this. So, March something. Um, <laughs> First Friday, March. Yes. It'll be March. The Ides of March. What is that? What is that's the Ides of that's March? That's the 15th. Of March, uh, it'll be the fifth of March, ooh. um, and we're gonna call them Fresh Brew Fridays. Whoop 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 mm-hmm. whoop, cause coffee, fresh brew, get it? Latte, get it? Get it? Ha 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 ha! We're so fun. We're hilarious. Care if thought of that? I just did. like the, the title of our podcast. I like alliteration. Yeah, Fresh Brew Fridays. Fresh yeah. Brew Fridays. It's not alliteration because there's a B in between the yeah, two. But Fs. there's some alliteration. Hmm. Fresh fun fact Fridays. Fresh fun fact Fridays. Okay. No, okay. But yeah, we're going to upload on Fridays. Yep. So at the end of a long week, you can sit down, relax with a latte murder. Grab a cup of caffeine. Mm-hmm. And 
Are you going to say our email? Oh. <laughs> Your outro? <laughs> Are you going to say it? Follow us on Instagram <laughs> at a latte murder. And uh, because we've only gotten one email from the person I definitely don't know and have never worked with. Yeah, never. never. Me neither. <laughs> um, uh, email us at a latte murder at gmail.com. If you want us to do something, if you want to tell us what we're doing wrong, what we're doing right, really, whatever. Are we doing anything right? Probably not. Okay. Um, whatever you want. And we'd very much appreciate it. Yes. Whoop, whoop. All right. Catch us next week for a latte murder. <laughs> dun dun. <laughs>